Ticket City presents Why You Go to the Game to See Georgia Southern. The play is known simply as the run. Peterson took a handoff up the middle, broke a tackle at the line of scrimmage, spins away from the next defender he meets, and he shakes off a diving tackler. 30 yards down the field, he meets another defender and literally throws him out of the way with his right arm, grabs him by the shoulder pad, and swipes him off onto the sideline. It was really so surreal because the place is going completely berserk during the run until he throws off that defender. He throws off that defender, the whole place went silent, stone silent, like an intake of breath. It was just so amazing. Nobody had ever seen it before. And then, of course, the place exploded again after they all caught their breath. Put yourself in the action with Ticket City. Visit savannahnow.com slash sports and click on tickets. Oh, he will. Adrian Peterson is taking care of things right now. Down the sideline. If he can get loose, he's gone. Illigway will score. The Wesley Fields. Touchdown. Georgia Southern. All right, Georgia Southern fans, welcome to a special edition of the Georgia Southern Extra podcast. I'm Travis Jadon, the beat writer for Georgia Southern athletics at the savannah morning news riding solo today after a big big georgia southern win over app state we wanted to kind of touch base with you guys and kind of wrap up what happened thursday night in statesboro with a a really monumental win for georgia southern 34 14 over app state like i said i'll be riding solo tonight no greg talbot as he is on the high school football beat for wsav in savannah so it's just me this will be a wolf free podcast today i mean Uh, i can say it if you'd like me to yeah i still have zach our producer here helping us out but yeah so we wanted to kind of do a quick recap of what happened and kind of what it means for georgia southern football moving forward so yeah i think that's a good uh, place to start travis is maybe talk a little bit because i know you and greg on on tuesday talked a lot about what it could mean for the program so before you break into the game why don't you talk a little bit about the uh the energy there at Paulson and how uh, people reacted. Yeah, so it was, you could feel it in the air. I mean, it was tangible Thursday night in Paulson Stadium. I mean, the national broadcast kind of brought some added juice to it, but honestly, the celebrity list that was in the house for, well, celebrity in terms of Sunbelt football and Sunbelt athletics, the list was extensive and, and prestigious because you had Carl Benson, the Sunbelt's commissioner there. Well, I guess I should lead with Nathan Deal, the Governor of Georgia was there. No, I think the Sun Belt president is higher than the governor, but sure. Well, okay. <laughs> that's for you to decide, Zach. <laughs> Not me, but, but yeah. So we had uh, the governor there. Uh, he was on hand for the coin toss, probably left soon after, I would assume. But he was there for at least a short period of time. Then we had Carl Benson, the Sun Belt football commissioner, was there. We had several bowl game representatives in the stands. I know that there were at least two NFL scouts there, presumably for the app state wide receiver Corey sutton but you know they were in the house so plenty of people there to see georgia southern's 34 14 win over app state and as far as attendance numbers goes we had 19,252. but yeah let's talk quickly about what this win means and kind of what it means going forward and what it could potentially mean now the first thing that everyone on the georgia southern side was kind of pointing at last night after beating a ranked team in App State is that they believe, a lot of people believe, that Georgia Southern should be ranked. 
I would not have a problem with him being ranked or not being ranked. I, I can pretty much guarantee you guys that Georgia Southern is going to receive votes in this week's AP poll. Um, a lot of those votes are going to come from voters who had previously voted for App State at 25 and then probably witnessed the really shellacking last night that Georgia Southern handed App State. So, I, you know, just to touch on that topic quickly, I think Georgia Southern will not be ranked this week, but I would not have a problem with them being ranked. If I had to guess, I would say that they'll be in the also receiving votes category, which would probably put them in the 28 to 35 range as far as top teams in the country. But what it means more, I think, a more pressing thing that needs to be touched on is that last night was kind of dubbed the de facto Sunbelt East championship game. And, and I was guilty of saying that as well. But we do need to be careful because Troy is 4-0 and and sitting atop the Sunbelt East with Georgia Southern. Now, Troy is a team that's lost to Liberty out of conference. Not a great loss, obviously. Um, and they've lost their starting quarterback. So I think we were quick to write them off. Their four wins in conference do not include a ranked App State team like Georgia Southern's four wins include. So I would say that Georgia Southern would be favored in that game November 10th with a 1 p.m. kickoff. But Georgia Southern's got to take care of business on the road this week coming up on a week from Saturday, I guess, in Louisiana, taking on Louisiana Monroe. Um, So they, you know, Chad Lunsford was sure to point out last night, uh, Thursday night, that plenty of stuff is still attainable for this team and that you know if they do have a slip up if they start thinking they're too good then then things could go downhill quickly and i i don't know that this is the kind of team that would you know that would do that but lunsford is certainly taking all the necessary precautions to make sure his team doesn't do that uh let's see his quote from last night after the game he was asked basically if he thought that the win over app state gate was going to give his team more respect across the country given that the game was seen on national television and he said quote i hope so i think this game maybe tells people we're for real but we've got to be smart we have to be smart and if we get too high and start thinking we're too good then we could slip up we have to make sure we keep going to work end quote so lunsford obviously knows the deal he knows the ropes and knows what could happen this week and against troy a week after that um but but the cards are really set up nicely for Georgia Southern here moving moving forward with four games to go. I do want to go on record, Zach, and I'm glad you're here to to note this. Greg had Georgia Southern, I think, at three and four through seven games. And I had them at six and one. So I also had them beating App State. You could say that I foretold the future in our first episode, in our season preview episode, but Greg will probably defend that when he gets back. We'll have to we'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah, look it up. You go check it out. The first episode, you see what I have them predicted as Georgia Southern at this point, and see what they are now, and they're pretty similar. I'm just saying they're pretty similar. Maybe I'm the maybe I'm the good luck charm to the season so far, but um, I do want <laughs> woof. There I said it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, we do want to go over some numbers real quick from what happened last night um, in Statesboro. If you watched the game, you saw that Georgia Southern more or less kind of wore down um, App State over time. Now, Georgia Southern didn't run an abundance of plays. They never do. They ran 53 plays total. 50 of those plays were rushing plays. Uh, Georgia Southern ended with 277 rushing yards for a 5.5-yard average. That'll do every time. 
Um, 11 of the 14 Georgia Southern first downs came by way of rushing. And really, that told the whole story. Wesley Fields was dynamite in the game, and so was Shy Wirtz. Wirtz led the team in rushing with a touchdown and 138 yards on 14 carries. Westfields, 18 for 99 and two touchdowns, were really the leaders in the game. It's the first time I saw all year that Wes Kennedy III wasn't involved in the offense, and the offense still flourished. Darion Anderson is becoming a big play threat on the outside. He was targeted twice last night, hauled in one of those catches for a 57-yard touchdown. So he's starting to come on, the former four-star from Houston County um, here in, or in central Georgia. Um, is starting to really play well and provide Shy Wirtz and company with, with a big play threat. I think you know, the big storyline coming into the game for Georgia Southern was how great they had been turning people over and how little they had turned the ball over. And that continued last night. They turned App State over five times, four interceptions, including two from Kendall Vildor. Georgia Southern is now number one in the country in turnover margin at plus 19, which is really crazy to think about. I mean, coming into the game, Georgia Southern had a big margin. They were plus 14 and leading the Sun Belt. But, you know, what kind of makes that stat so wild is that when you look at who's second, and this is coming into last night's game, the second place team in the Sun Belt was plus three, and Georgia Southern was plus 14. So that margin was widened last night because App State was that team mm-hmm. that was second at plus three. So now Georgia Southern is basically, you know, 15-plus turnovers better than everyone else in the conference. That's going to win you a lot of games. And then behind the turnovers, really, I think that the other big key to the game, and it would be foolish for us not to acknowledge that App State lost its quarterback in the opening drive mm-hmm. for what we think looks like a concussion and concussion protocol. I mean, after the game, uh, App State beat reporters said that they saw Zach Thomas, the App State quarterback, walking around fine without a brace, without any kind of limp. So presumably it's a head injury, and, and they probably made the right call holding him out for the rest of the game. But they lost him early on. And really never were able to pass the ball because of that. And they lost linebacker Jordan Fair early in the game from a targeting, a clear targeting penalty to Shy Wirtz that extended a drive, led to a score, and cost Fair the rest of the game. So that was a big turning point. So we do want to acknowledge that, but I think the margin being 34-7 to until the last 10 seconds of the game, I don't know that Zach Thomas and Jordan Fair combined are worth 27 points. So I think, Jordan, you you saw some of the games, Zach. I mean, you can chime in if you disagree, but I don't know that either one of those two guys would have made an impact on the game at all. I don't know. I watched zero of the games. You so. watched zero of the games, Zach. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I was watching. Um, you guys see what I have to deal with here, you know? I was watching the 2009 horror film Jennifer's Body starring uh, Megan Fox as well as oh uh, Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> It was a solid flick. I think people should check that out. It's, it's a little underrated. Um, Stay tuned following this podcast for a review of 2009 films by Zach Dennis. Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> going to go to 2009. Uh, before we do wrap up, I think um, one thing I wanted to ask you is what what do you think is the um, best case scenario moving forward as we head to the kind of tail end of the season for Georgia Southern? And what is the most kind of the ideal, like what you think will happen? So I think the most likely turnout to this season at this point where Georgia Southern is and where the rest of the conference is, is 
a Sun Belt title game appearance against presumably Arkansas State, although I would say that people need to start looking out for Louisiana. They, their offense is pretty, pretty dynamic. I would say that Georgia Southern will most likely host the Sun Belt game. Mm-hmm. And then determining how that game goes, if Georgia Southern were to win out from here, their four regular season games – then win the Sun Belt title game. They'll be sitting with one loss coming at the number two team in the country in Clemson. And really, I think they would have a legitimate case for a New Year's Six Day Bowl. Now, I don't. I'm not gonna say that they'll they'll be banging down the doors for a Sugar Bowl appearance or a college football playoff. They won't appearance. have that the that actual national championship T-shirt that UCF has. <laughs> no, no, they won't. But but here's the thing: a lot of people thought going into last night's game that App State was the best group of five team in the country. Rightfully so. I mean, they they had proven that up until last night. But if Georgia Southern just went and manhandled the presumed best group of five team in the country last night, and if Georgia Southern continues to take care of business, I don't see any argument against Georgia Southern. Now, you could say certain teams will have better resumes, and that's probably the case just given on – other teams playing in Power Five conferences and getting getting those kind of marquee wins that Georgia Southern gets an opportunity to get once or twice a year. Those other teams will have opportunities to get those teams or get those wins three, four, five times a year. So mm-hmm. you can make a case for other teams, but you won't be able to make a case, I think, against Georgia Southern in a New Year's Six Bowl if they run the table. And that's having mm-hmm. a lot of people talk on social media about that, about Georgia Southern being ranked and kind of where the possibilities are now. Last night's win certainly sets up Georgia Southern for a special, special season in the FBS ranks and really all time in the program um, in the modern era since since 1982. So last night's win certainly is – it cannot be overstated how big it was. And I think that the players know that. I mean, you can look online at savannahnow.com slash sports and see – my game story from last night, it has quotes from Wes Fields, who was very emotional after the game. It has quotes from Shy Wirtz, who was ecstatic after the game and all smiles for you know the first time in a long time. He's been pretty serious throughout the season. But, yeah, lots of positives coming out of this game, and it sets up the season really nicely for Georgia Southern. Yeah, I'm sure we will uh... – You'll be talking a lot about this stuff on uh, next week's episode with Greg. Yeah, so next week we'll we'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. Uh, look for the podcast to come out um, Wednesday afternoon, early evening. We'll get you set for the Louisiana-Monroe game. We'll recap more in depth to what happened. Um, we'll go over what happened in the App State win more in depth uh, after we talk to Lunsford and some of the players on Monday. We look forward to having you guys back on Wednesday. And um, until then, enjoy being in first place and enjoy having an App State win on the resume, Georgia Southern fans. Thank you for joining us. And now, 2009's Jennifer's Body. So. Oh, yeah. Adrian Peterson is taking care of things right now. Down the sideline. If he can get loose, he's gone. Wesley Fields, touchdown, Georgia Southern.